0: Hello and welcome back to the Calm Within the Storm podcast, all about navigating mental health in a bid to find contentment within the chaos. In this episode, we'll talk all about social media and the impact it can have on us and our mental and physical well-being. Today I'm joined by Aleri and Aleri is a musician and also runs a PR company so spends a lot of her time on social media. Hello Aleri how are you? I'm good thank you. Jolly good. So Aleri is a musician and you also run a PR company is that right?
1: Yeah, so I run um, Monday Media, we do PR, we do sort of music workshops, a bit of marketing, kind of touch the bases with their marketing campaigns for musicians.
0: Amazing, so you spend a lot of time on social media. <laughs> I do spend a lot of time on social media, yeah. <laughs> <Thank you. laughs> a lot of experience to, to put into practice here then for this this uh, this conversation. Yeah. But today's topic of social media, I feel like we could spend... Hours, if not days, talking about the impact of it, our dependency on it, our relationship with it. Um, But I'm going to open today's discussion with our first ask the audience question. Mm -hmm. Just to get an idea of the general public's relationship with social media. So the first question I asked people was, how frequently do you check your social media? And I had four options. We had multiple times a day, once or twice a day, every other day or once a week or less. And kind of unsurprisingly, really, multiple times a day came in at 81 percent. Once or twice a day was second place. That came in at 10 percent. Every other day came in at 3 percent and once a week or less was 6 percent. So that was just that little bit higher than every other day. So that's quite interesting. But 81% for multiple times a day. Uh, it's not surprising. We're yeah. <laughs> all very uh, I guess it, very dependent.
1: Slightly. Because I, I don't know what kind of like breakdown your followers are, but as someone who works on social media, I'd be like, well, that's because I work on it, and that's why I check. But it's interesting to see that people who maybe work other jobs are still doing the same thing. And I think it's kind of caught us all in this kind of yeah. constant need to be checking in.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So I think the people who, who participated in this are a whole different range of ages or different jobs. So they're not all just musicians like us. Yeah. Um, some people are uh, international, not just in the UK. So a bit of, bit of everyone. Um, so it's a, a universal, a universal kind of statement, I suppose. Um, And I then asked, what do you think makes it difficult for you to check your social media less often? And this was for people to select their top answer, because obviously we we probably have a good handful of reasons why we we find it hard to come off of it. But um, the options were my my work is linked to my social media. My social media is my social life. It's an established habit slash routine and other. And I'll start with the highest. So the highest was 73%. And this was an established habit and routine. Next was my work is linked to my social media. And that was at 23%. Other came in at 6%. And actually, 0% of people said my social media is my social life. But I actually want to read one of the responses that someone else put in as their other answer. And they put FOMO, fear of missing out. And I totally get this. (laughs) Your fear of not knowing what's happening within the friendship circle, missing things with work. You don't, you might not consider it to be your social life, but if you're used to seeing everyone's days you know we've kind of grown up knowing everything about everyone and uh, and you kind of take that for granted and I think when when social media is, is taken away from you it almost leaves you with a bit of an isolated feeling yeah I thought
1: that was really interesting that you said no one that the option of social media is my social life and I think for a lot of people it is but I'd I don't know if I'd be prepared to like admit that to anyone or like I'd even thought that through. If if someone asked me if it was my social life, I'd be like, Oh no, it's not. But I don't know what is my social life because a lot of it is on social media. So then I guess it could be described as someone's social life, but maybe you you hadn't kind of thought that thought that through, or you just didn't want to like admit that to yourself because you, you know, no one wants to admit that they don't have an offline social life and people probably also have both, but, um, yeah it's it's just really interesting and what you said about FOMO kind of makes me think well is that not your social life then if it's fear of like missing out what your friends are doing in that way so it's it's kind of an interesting thing that no one has picked that answer like
0: explicitly and maybe they hadn't realized that's what they're using it for that's it I think I think it kind of almost is a subconscious thing because because we're so used to checking what's going on and we're so used to seeing it all all day you kind of don't maybe think about it as being your social life because you're not actively participating in an engagement as such whereas you would if it was a conversation and I think because you're just looking at almost news stories I guess of the day pretty much that isn't necessarily a a social life but if that was taken away from you you would very much feel like your social bar has completely disappeared so it's a funny one isn't it it's a fine line yeah definitely and
1: like, you know, you're going on to social media, you might be like, oh, like, I'll see what Sam's up to. Like, I'll, I, you know, I can just go on your page and like, I know that you've been on a radio show, you've done this, you've done that. Whereas before I would be like, oh, I'll give Sam a ring and I'll ask her yeah. what she's been up to and we'll have a nice chat or we'll go for a coffee or whatever. And yeah. that I kind of, maybe it's not a natural social life, but it's replacing what then would be your social life in a way
0: yeah yeah and I think I think that's also then what makes it so hard to to put it to one side and and come off of it for a while because it's I guess yeah it is a habit as well which we'll kind of talk about shortly but you're so because you're so used to seeing everything if you don't have that it feels like you're out of the loop you're not in the friendship circle you don't know what's going on and and nobody likes to feel like that you know everyone wants to feel involved and so that is a I think that's a really good answer as to you know what is a difficulty for for coming off of social media or checking it less makes complete sense.
1: Yeah, and I think, like, you know, phone companies are very especially on your phone, like, phone companies are very clever, they know, or, like, all these designers, they know what keeps you on your phone, so, like, you have your alarm clock on your phone, and, you know, all all these apps, like, maybe you go to the gym, it's, like, your fitness apps on your phone, like, yeah. I've, I've got type 1 diabetes, and my blood sugar monitor is on my phone, wow. so, like, I have to be picking up my phone. Yeah. For musicians, you know, our email's on our phone, uh, we're booking gigs on our phone, it's, like, it's all-encompassing, and how... It's so easy then to just go onto social media because why not? Because you're already on your phone.
0: Exactly. For me, it's like everything's in it and it's not just just social media. Exactly, exactly. And then that's where it becomes, I guess, the habit and the routine, which so many people yeah. voted for. I think, you know, it's, it becomes a point of which you don't even think about the fact that you're doing it so first thing we do when we wake up our alarm goes off we have a little scroll before we get out of bed last thing we do before we go to bed we'll have a little scroll see what's going on and you don't even notice that you're doing it. And I think the resolution to this the first thing is acknowledging the habit because yeah. that's what none of us have really done before in a way I mean it's very easy to go "Oh, I've spent too much time on social media but Noticing when you're doing it is the hard part because you're also in the routine of turning your alarm off when you wake up and then going straight to Facebook, which a lot of us do. You don't even notice you're doing it.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I'm. I listened to a podcast on this recently, actually. In um, not 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 necessarily to prepare for this, but just just listened to anyway. And um, she was mentioning putting like say like an elastic band around your phone so that mm. when you pick it up, you have that second to go why am I picking my phone up? Is there actually something I need to do on my phone or am I just picking it up? And so rather than picking it up and then half an hour later being like, "Where? like I've just lost half an hour. Like, what have I even done? Yeah. You have that moment that you can go like, do I need to check my email? Yes, I do. Okay. And then you've decided to do it rather than kind of, unconsciously in it so I thought that was a really really interesting point and I, I did for a week try and do that and I completely like got out of the habit of doing that but um yeah an interesting one
0: <laughs> yeah that's it keeping up a habit that that's that's really hard I remember reading a book I can't remember what the book was now um I'll have to have a look but it was about a book all about building habits and breaking habits and that kind of thing and it was really good and I th- one of the things that they said was you know kind of you have to do it for is it about six weeks or something for it to end up becoming a habit and that feels like a really long time but if you can stick to something after six weeks that's when you get to the point where you're not thinking that you're doing it you're just doing it or struggled with from your experience with social media And the options were insecurities, for example, jealousy, comparison, competitiveness. It could be your appearance, your life goals, your successes, that kind of thing. Intimidation. So online bullying or drama, petty drama. Things you don't think would have happened in real life, but it's a bit easier to do on social media. Isolation. um, Feeling Disconnected and isolated, even though we are connected to everyone and everything now. And the other option was other. And insecurities came out at 59%. Isolation was at 35%, intimidation 6%, and other was zero. So, insecure is yeah, it's, I, I mean, all of these points, I feel like, echo with me on some, on some level, but I think insecurities is a huge one, because you're constantly looking at other people's lives, and wondering what they think of you, you want to impress people, you look at how other people look, and think, why don't I look like that? And just, you know, not, not just in music, but in life,
1: but I think especially in the job that we're in, you know, it's all based on followers and opportunities and who's done what and who's got what. And I think, especially for me, like this January, it just so happened that a lot of people that I'm friends with had, had like hit the new year and they were ready to announce like tours or they were ready to announce songs. And I was still, like, I'm still recording my album and still tweaking it. So, like, I'm just in a different phase of the creative process to them. And they're in the announcing and, and doing and getting it out phase. And I was still in the creating phase. And I was like, oh my God, I'm so, like, I'm not ready. Like everyone's ready. Everyone's doing everything. And like it took like my like manager sat down and was like, No, you're just in a different phase. Like you're just doing you know, you're just in this chunk and then you'll be in that bit when they're like making their next record or whatever. And I think thinking it of it like a sort of seasonal thing and that you're just in a different season or you're just in a different phase, that like that really helped me. Um and I think maybe if it that could help you in terms of um if someone else has got like a promotion or like they've got a new job, maybe like you're not in that phase yet and that will come to you when it's all ready to.
0: Yeah, 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 absolutely. I was thinking this as well kind of last night, I think. I was like exactly almost what you just said is that you you look at other people's lives and you think, why isn't that me? Why aren't I doing that? But you, you don't think about all of the little steps that got that person there and that this is their path. That they've chosen to go on this isn't your path and you're taking a different route and different things have led you to where you are now you know you look at someone who's traveling the world and you think why aren't I traveling the world but this person might not have gone to university they might not yeah. have got the job that they wanted to and so they've decided to do something else and that's how their life has panned out you know Everyone's fully in control of, of their own lives, but you shouldn't look at other people's accomplishments and, and think that needs to be my accomplishment because your accomplishments that you have yourself are still perfectly valid and other people are looking at them and thinking, yes. why aren't I doing that? And so we can't yeah. compare our paths in life to other people's paths in life because we've all just taken different directions and we've got to different places at different times and via different routes (laughs) and it's all still as successful as each other but
1: yeah I saw um just in terms of like the you said about the work that's gone into like different things I saw a meme yesterday that was like you know you you that you don't see other people's like insecurities tears breakthroughs like breakdowns hard work thing you just see like the outcome and then you're like oh they're so lucky but you, yes. you didn't see any of that, like, tip, like the iceberg yeah. kind of concept where you're just seeing the tip and you're thinking, oh, that's amazing, that's come out of nowhere. Um, yeah. The same with, like, people who sort of pop up as, like, an overnight success story. Like, you know, you they're, yeah. they're not, they would probably been working 10 years to, like, break, just to break through that little barrier that they had.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And we've had, I guess, similar feedback surrounding that. So a couple of people wrote in with further comments to this. And, uh, somebody put, um, a difficulty they face is looking at other people's high aesthetic and romanticized lives. And it can be very depressing. And somebody else said, I sometimes think everyone else is in a happy relationship apart from me. And that is so sad. That's so sad. Cause you're right. You know, we just see the, the, the little peak of the iceberg. We don't see all of the stuff that's underneath.
1: Yeah absolutely I think especially I think is it today's Valentine's Day (laughs) (laughs) you know you're going to be seeing like everyone's like oh I love them so much we never argue we never like fight over the dishes we never do this We never do that um, kind of posts and you're not seeing you know single people probably aren't they're just not going to post on Valentine's Day they're not going to post a post how great it is to be single or anything like that maybe Um, maybe they are but you know you're just seeing the people that are happy at that time and that are happy enough to share what they're happy about, so you're not yeah. seeing like people who are struggling with things. And you know some and there's some great content creators and and sort of influences and different people to follow that do share like the other side of it. They share when they're upset and they're crying. But it's like it's human yeah. nature to not want to share that. So a lot of people will yeah hide that or just post when good things happen to them, which is completely yeah. understandable. But then you're comparing things that you know are happening like in your life or like the things that you haven't got right the things that you're still struggling with still working on to someone who seemingly isn't doing the same thing but they probably are as well
0: yeah yeah exactly exactly and then somebody else also put um I don't like seeing pictures of myself and I this one breaks my heart a little bit because I think oh I just uh, all that comes to mind is that life is too short you know uh, people see Every angle of you on a daily basis, they see you mid-laugh. They see you, you know, gurning when you're mid-conversation. And just because that's captured on a picture, it it shouldn't be, like, you shouldn't feel embarrassed by it. I think, like, if you're looking back at your photos in 50 years' time, or your kids are looking at your pictures in 50 years' time, whatever, and they see a picture of you mid-blink, mid-laugh, or just looking goofy... (laughs) that's showing your personality, you know, yeah. they're going to remember your mannerisms and the people around you right now are going to look at that picture and go, oh, that's them. I know that's them. Look at their mannerisms. Yeah. Look at It's funny, isn't it? I mean, and often like you
1: see a photo of you and you're like, oh, that looks nothing like me because you're only used to seeing yourself at, like a certain angle in the posed. mirror when you or like posing in the mirror, taking a photo or like however way, you know, you do that. And other people don't. They, they do see you all the time. So you're kind yeah. of the only person you're actually hiding from is you because everyone else already knows what you look like. And they do, yeah. like, as you said, they do see you at every angle. They do see you when you're, like, looking, like, not your best or your unattractive yeah. angle. Or, like, when you're not being flattered in, like, the nicest, like, perfect daylight or, or like, ring light or whatever that is. Um, you know, they're seeing you in, like, a, in a bar when you've had, like, one too many and you're, <laughs> you know, like, wandering around or they see you. Yeah just you know sitting down staring at your phone with like a little frown and like a double chin or whatever it is yeah. you know that all of us get. so you don't see that because you're you know if you someone takes a photo of you in that moment you'd be like oh my god is that what I look like from the back or like from the <laughs> side or whatever that is? but they, everyone else already knows so you're you're only really like hiding from yourself yeah um I saw a good post actually yesterday of someone talking about like when we used to take photos like you know photographers would have all these like different ways they'd have these big cameras they'd have to like hang up their negative photos in like a dark room and like dip them in water you know all these different things they had to go through they're not going to do all that to be like oh I don't like my thighs look at that photo you know it's like oh that was a lovely family picnic with my family or that was you know the best like that graduation photo whatever it might be it's about the feeling and the moment rather than nitpicking all the little
0: details I'll wrap it up with just a couple of comments that we've had of uh, that other people have sent in in relation to social media as a whole. And somebody has put, "I've always struggled with real world socialising. Social media allows me to take the time to say what I really mean." And I think this is actually a point that we've not we've not really touched on. And I find this quite interesting because we quite often go. talk about how hasty people are to make comments and and how things don't necessarily feel as sincere on social media because you just say something quick whereas in person maybe you'd go into a bit more depth or whatever and have that bounce back of conversation it's it's your, your social bar is going up as opposed to kind of just I'll answer this message and then get on with my day for the people who do struggle with that that level of socialization and and communication having an opportunity now where you can really think about how you're responding to something must be so beneficial
1: yeah I think that's like it's true and it's just how you use it then yeah you know if like okay I think of it as like I might meet someone like at a networking event or a festival like I met um Matt Spracklin who um was a, a presenter on a couple of different radio shows and like before if i'd met someone and was told oh god, he presents on this radio show i'd be like oh my god i'm so like starstruck and i wouldn't i'd have like so much nerves i wouldn't be able to talk to them but because i'd followed them on instagram for a year maybe chatted to them once or twice commented on a post saw their story every day i'd be like oh no i i, I feel like i know them as a human and i think yeah. that's quite nice having like things like stories and like the the kind of the be reels and the, being yeah. more authentic it just it makes you more approachable in real life then that I feel like I know you to have a conversation with you. I'm not just going to be like, oh, if this is someone I've never met before. Because even if you've never actually spoken on social media, you still have a, a sort of insight into their life where you can be like, oh, I saw your, you know, you have like an in. You can say like, oh, I saw your dog on your story the other day. Like, oh, he's so cute. Like, what's his name? You know, you've just yeah. got like a conversation point that if you struggle with like interactions in, in person, it might help you to have something to kind of refer to or yeah. you know, you can message someone on social media and say like oh I could love to meet up um yeah. at, you know I saw that you're going to like Buckland Boots Festival like what you know what day are you going like let's meet up and have a drink and you've kind of made that initial bit that you might have been too scared to do yeah I
0: There's think that's a brilliant really point good. yeah brilliant point and finally one more comment that we've had that I'll just read out Uh, someone said, you are exposed to only the top 0.01% of the most talented or best looking people in the world. So it's almost training you to feel bad. And it's very relatable. I mean, you open your Instagram and even just in, in, you know, the, the highlights of what you see, you've got people who have drawn incredible artwork, people who've, of of incredible models like gym goers who are amazingly built and this is a very very small minute percentage of the entire world you know and it's these are people who've probably honed their craft for a long time and or whatever you don't see the 99% of all the rest of the world who are average but still good you know like that what the most of us are, are are at and what we're doing and It's difficult when when the standard now is so high, you know, in the old days, I say the old days, you know, back when before the internet was was even a thing, you'd only really have the people around you to compare yourself to and if there was a, a good artist in your group and a good singer or whatever... That was just the standard and that was their thing and you didn't need to worry about that being your thing or whatever. Whereas now we all want to be good at everything because we see something amazing online and we go, oh, my God, why am I doing that? I need to be good at that. And it's unachievable. It's just there's so much incredible stuff being posted constantly. There's no way that we can accomplish all of these things and we shouldn't compare ourselves to the best of the best all the time.
1: It's really interesting what you said about, like, you'd have your friends and, and things. But, like, before, I think celebrities would be, like, on the t- on the TV or, like, in a magazine. So you'd have that level of, like, oh, well, they're not, you know, normal people. They're, like, a different level. So you wouldn't necessarily compare. Or, you know, you might compare, but you'd still have that idea of, like, well, they're celebrities. Then, you know, they're not living normal lives. Whereas I think on social media, everyone's so much more, like, accessible. And you see into their normal lives that you think, like, oh, their normal lives are just amazing, they're not even celebrities and they're just amazing and, like, you know, everyone, like, has this perfectly toned physique and all that sort of thing, yeah. but you're just not seeing what normal people look like or, like, yeah. normal bodies look like on a day-to-day basis and, um, you know, it's easy to be like, oh, like, I've got, like, a little bit of flab, like, coming, like, on my side or, like, uh, my belly's a bit big and, like, you just don't see normal tummies online yeah. because people don't necessarily post them or whatever and like there are people that do and I think that's really positive that just seeing like oh like when I sit down like my tummy rolls up because of course it does. Like yeah. That's what happens. Like that's what they do, you know and I guess most people probably would they just wouldn't take a photo at that angle. Yeah. Um so I think it just kinda goes back to what you're seeing is only a small part of the truth.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. And we shouldn't hold ourselves hostage to everything that we see on social media I mean we see an amazing person we should just accept oh wow that like let's let's feel good for them what an amazing thing that they've got themselves to to that stage we don't need to to do that you know we don't need the big bum and the big boobs in order to be beautiful and and that kind of thing you know this is our body this is us
1: whether that's sort of fake through surgery or just a completely edited photo, you know, you never know. You know, you see how airbrushed and Photoshop things get now as well. So you're really not comparing your version of the truth to someone else's. You're comparing completely different things. There's really no point
0: exactly exactly and it's true it's like this person said you know it's it's the 0.01% of the whole world's population is what you're looking at and that's an unrealistic statistic you know why why are we why are we holding ourselves hostage to this 0.01% that where we should be like "Mm, we can just be us
1: yeah and I think it really stunts your own progress and growth to yeah be comparing yourself at that because like, that's going to make you feel like there's no point even trying yeah whereas you could have so much growth and experience and um you know you could have so much progression as as either an artist or or um a singer or whatever as you do yeah that you're missing out on because you're just thinking well I'm not them so there's no point
0: <laughs> yeah and it goes back to the point that we raised like a way earlier in the conversation of this is your path these are your achievements, like give yourself credit for what you've done thus far in your life, like your route is different to 99% of the world's, this is how your life has panned out, no one else can replicate this, no one will probably replicate this for the rest of existence, just feel grateful for.
1: That's what makes it interesting to follow and that's, you know, especially as a Sing a songwriter that's what people want to see the journey they want to go like okay they did that first and then they did that and then they did yeah. this and like this other person did it completely differently but they still got to like sort of roughly the same place and I think that's like where yeah. you know it lies in the story and like what what got you there is like the most interesting things sometimes
0: yeah yeah exactly write your own book write your own book yeah <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a nice a nice place to wrap things up but is there anything else that you want to touch on first before we
1: um no not really I just think like a couple of sort of takeaways maybe from the conversation are just like we said you're on your own path don't compare yeah um and there's nothing wrong with social media if you're using it in the right way I think just yeah being aware of your habits and being aware of the reason that you use it so I think these questions you asked were really really insightful and even just getting people to think like why do I pick my phone up why do I go on social media? is it benefiting me and even if it's yeah. not you know just asking yourself that question and acknowledging it and making it become less of an unconscious habit and more of a, a conscious decision and a, a tool that we can use for better or worse yeah to improve our lives hopefully and I think just being a lot more conscious about it is is the kind of the key to addressing some of the issues that we've um, flagged up
0: yeah most definitely Thank you so much for watching I hope you enjoyed today's episode and I look forward to seeing you again soon. Bye! Thank you for tuning in if you'd like to listen to the extended version of today's episode head to samlionmusic.com and become a member it's completely free and you'll have access to the full-length video editions of each episode.